All right, back before the NBA draft, this is a special edition of the Sports Edition. And it's two people, estimated November 23, birthdays are right around the corner. So JC already got a PS5. JC's my co-host right here. But me, Shayi, does not have a PS5. So all the people listening to it, you, you already know what to do. Donate wherever you can. Help the cause. So I can get peace, love, and eternal happiness in my life. Don't put that much pressure on the on the listeners, man, to help you get a PS5, man. That's so rude. Don't. So you don't want me to get peace, love, and eternal happiness in my life? I like how you flip that. Um, and just because you uh, made me feel bad, no, I don't want you to get peace. I don't want you to have that to be honest with you. Yeah. Sorry. See? Listen, See, it's you gotta this, struggle before you get happiness, man. That's how it's, it it's this evil. It's this evil that's trying to bring me down, people. Wow. It is this evil. Wow. Don't let the evil win, people. Listeners, do not let the evil win. Donate wherever you can, as long as it equals $533.93. And then I can acquire peace, love, and eternal happiness in my life. Don't listen to the evil. Is Do not a, listen to the evil. Is this a Joel Olstein podcast? What's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh but it might as well be Joel Olstein because you don't want to listen to the evil at all. Come on. Come on. Treat me like your pastor and donate. Uh, no, thanks. No, thanks. Get your own. <laughs> but but uh, speaking of the PS5, yes. we did say, JC, you got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least you're getting one. You're, yes. It's going to come through the mail. But you have played it. Yes. So how's your experience? Um, You know what? Not gonna lie. Pretty, um, I was underwhelmed when they announced it because I felt like it was too early for next-gen consoles. I think they announced it like two years ago that it was going to be dropping in 2020. Money. Yeah, I thought, I felt like it was too early. I felt like it wasn't going to be that much of a jump, Um, but it's pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty, it's, um, I don't feel cheated. Let's put it that way. Like, I don't feel like I bought a PS4 slightly buffed. I feel like we actually genuinely got a good next-generation console. The PS5 so looks great. Um, so you didn't I, feel like you bought a PS a, a PS4 with a white jacket on? <laughs> I feel like I didn't get the PS4 Plus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, it's actually like a legit next-gen console. Um, you can tell by not. I mean, if you go on YouTube, you can look at the gameplay graphics. But when you actually get it in your hand, you look at the PS5 and it just looks awesome. And then you look at the screen and the graphics look awesome. It's it was a really good purchase. I'm actually really happy that I'm getting it today, three o'clock. Can't wait. Cannot wait. So, so what are the notable notable differences between the PS4 and the PS5 that you that you can immediately tell? This is gonna sound weird, but the shading okay this is this is going to sound very strange and i noticed this with spider-man because with spider-man uh, ps4 great game by the way if anybody hasn't played it i highly recommend that you play spider-man ps4 phenomenal game but um so playing, ps4 not ps5 the ps4 well, version well, listen i'm playing the ps5 version today so i'll just wait until uh you know the next podcast and then i'll let you know if this one is worth buying but the when we played the um this version, the PS5 version of Spider-Man, I, we didn't play um, a lot of story mode. We played a lot of just like free roaming. And one thing that I noticed was the lighting and shading when it came to um, the city of New York, the um, Miles Morales, the actual Spider-Man, when it came to like the color shading and the, um, 
the way that the entire world actually looks like real, like the shading and stuff like that. I was just like, wow, this is actually like kind of interesting that they got the lighting like actually like spot on. Like, I don't think that we're ever going to see any more lighting improvements like for the rest of any generation. I feel like they got that spot on. Um, the, the load time is incredible. That is like, I'm still like freaking out about the load times. Like when I, when we loaded up Miles Morales, that thing loaded up instantly. It was the craziest yeah. thing ever. It was so great. Watch it. Watching videos, uh, like even videos of 2K loading, it was, I was just mind blown, like how quick that was. Like I had to rewind that just to see, like, did it really just start up like that? Yeah, it starts like in, it, like when people say that, hey, um, I put this game in and the game loaded pretty much instantly. Like, I mean, listen, you remember the PS One, Xbox. Like the original Xbox, maybe even the Dreamcast. You, you could go to the bathroom and come back, and it'll be almost time. done. Still <laughs> yeah, time. still loading. So we we we've been through some struggle, and for me, you know, I've never really had a major problem with with load screens, except for GTA Five. Shout out to GTA Five load screens, which still to this day, <laughs> of course, lasts like five hours. But um. Yeah, man, the load speed is so ridiculous. Absolutely so ridiculous. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Um, and then I'll probably go into a little bit more in-depth when I actually like play um, some other games besides like the major ones. But um, so far, I'm excited. I'm stoked. So uh, GTA Five when it comes on the PS Five yeah. again for the third the third generational <laughs> come on. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if they'll mark it. Oh, now you don't have to wait five hours for it to load anymore. You know, it's funny. I guarantee you, their load screens are still long. <laughs> They'll still easily have like the longest. Instead, instead of five hours, it'll be two minutes now. Yeah, yeah, crazy. And you know, it's a, you know, it's even more insane. Like we still have to wait like four more years until the GTA Six comes out, which I don't get. I don't. You know why? I, this is this is my theory on why I feel like they're not making more GTAs. One is because they're already making enough money on GTA Five as it is, so yeah. why put more effort? <laughs> and two. It's because they know how PC everything is now in 2020, where, like, I felt like if they would have released GTA San Andreas today instead of way back when, (laughs) that game would have got shot down for how misogynistic it was, for for, uh, just the brutality of it, the dialogue, everything. So I feel like that's the reason why they're not releasing another GTA because they don't feel like they're ready for any of that backlash for once they release a GTA six. Yeah. I mean, listen, Rockstar has always kind of been on the bubble of stuff like that. Like being, um, they're, no, they always have, you know what I mean? But that was before social media and, and, and social media criticizing everything. So now I feel like it'll be even worse. Ah, yeah, I feel like it's gonna be worse. I feel like that's what they're gonna do. They're just gonna be like, "Hey, what's the most offensive thing that we can put into these games?" And let's just do it. Screw it. Screw the. No, nah, then then if they if 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 that's their thought process, they would have released a new GTA by now. But they haven't because I feel like that's the reason. I don't know. That's why they released Red Dead Redemption. Uh, they were thinking about doing it every bully, but bully will be uh, shot down for the same reasons. But they've been trying to do everything else except release another GTA. I don't, I don't 
think so because just like you said even this new gta is pretty aggressive like it's pretty not even pretty aggressive it's very aggressive but when it originally released like what almost a decade ago um the the world wasn't as pc then as it is right now so it wasn't but still like gta has always been the game that causes controversies and gta 5 was by far the most controversial game Especially with the torture uh, scenes. No, no, no. Scenes. Dude, the game got banned in um uh it got banned did it get banned in um Australia? It got banned somewhere. Like they I played GTA. Sweden. It's still not, it still not to the level it's still not to the level of Liberty City or San Andreas. It's still not to the level of that in terms of uh what they what they do in terms of edginess or whatever. Dude, I don't know, the still not to that was level. pretty aggressive. Like it was a very aggressive scene. In GTA 5. That, that was, in my opinion, one of the most aggressive things that GTA has ever done was make you actually, like, genuinely torture somebody. Granted, Branded. it was kind of played off for comedy a little bit, but still. <laughs> like, it's Gran- torture. And, and also, granted, I haven't played GTA since the PS3 version, because after I beat the story <laughs> mode, I felt like, what was the point of me buying it on the PS4 when I already bought the story mode? Wait. So what's the point of me buying it once I get a PS5? <laughs> So you never it's crazy. On, uh, you never played GTA online? No, no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not an online person. I really don't care for online. So GTA it's not. I'm not going to buy. Uh, as long as I, you have I a believe squad, it. As long as you have a squad. I, I believe it, but like, I'm not going to pay sixty dollars for a game I already beat story mode because I played GTA mostly for the story mode. So I'm not going to pay more if I get it for free. Then yeah, but then I also heard GTA Online is also a cash grab. So. Yeah, I'm not interested in cash grabs. Yeah. Well, so, fair enough. Speaking fair enough. of cash grabs, you also did play of NBA 2K. Sure did. So, how was your experience of NBA 2K on the next gen? I want to be very clear um, about this. I want to be very clear, um, and I need to find the right words in order to describe how I feel. And I think it comes down to three words. I think it comes down to three words. Fuck you, 2K. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm so I'm sick of it. I'm sick of 2K, FIFA, Madden, MLB, the show. All these. Oh, I'm definitely teams. tired of FIFA. Yeah, I mean, shoot, FIFA hasn't changed since FIFA 14, and I'm and that and that is all. Uh, it, it it definitely changed. It changed for the worse. It's like got worse every single year in terms yeah. of the gameplay. Yeah, and um, it's it's crazy that they can get away with pretty much highway robbery like this is like the most aggressive form of just a cash grab that i've ever seen in my entire life um now we were talking about it off the air they have made some improvements to my league which me and you are massive fans of that's like pretty much the only game mode that i play i don't play my uh my player anymore because of the vc shit and um i mean you know what you know what might as well get into this vc crap right we might as well just go into this VC, into this FIFA points, into the whole, um, you know, whatever Madden has. uh, Yeah, Mutt points, I think it's called. Yep. They, listen, when games were fun, (laughs) games were fun, like sports games specifically. Sports games were great in the the entire 2000s, up until like 2013, I would say, is when the games actually genuinely stopped becoming like, fun like i remember pretty coming, much yeah you remember coming home after a bs day of school 
and you know your boy comes over what's the first like the first thing that you guys do is just like you want to do your homework no i want to play 2k let's play 2k or let's play fifa or madden or, or fifa madden. yeah you know that that was the days when it was fun when we could just go home and play that game and then when they leave you're just like you know what i still want to play this game let me go ahead and load up career mode or you know what back in 2k10 i was like let me load up my player because it was a simple time when I didn't have to worry about, oh, I need $20. With no VC. You get to actually develop your player organically. Skill points. Do you remember that? You remember skill points? I remember that. Yep. You had to actually play games. I remember the, <laughs> I, I remember the real 2K Insider being your mentor. Dude, shout and, out to the 2K Insider, man. I miss that dude. Freshest number two haircut I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh fade, man. I miss those days when it was just... I, I didn't care for the story mode that they have right now, so I love, like, the bland story. You get to form your own story. You get to be a role player, star player, whatever. Dude, you get to start the G League if you wanted to. If you are just really bad, you, you had all of these different things. And I've been saying this for years. 2K has been... Uh, and let's specifically talk about 2K, because I feel like 2K is the one that I have the most experience with recently. I don't really play Madden that... I mean, Madden has literally not changed in years, and I feel like... If you don't know what's wrong with Madden by now, then you're dumb. I really do believe that. I'm not taking that back. I don't care if that's PC or if I get canceled. If you do not understand what's wrong with Madden, and if you think Madden is fine the way it is, then you are the problem and you're done. I really do feel that. Because yes. Madden is quite literally, I have picked up Madden 21 for the for the PS5. I played that and I played franchise. I didn't buy it. I want to be clear about that because I will not support EA. But I played that game, and then I literally went back over to Madden 20, and then to Madden 19, and it's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. You know, you know how you know it's the same thing when there was no news about it on the gameplay improvements. Like I didn't see anything <laughs> about that or FIFA about gameplay improvements. It's like, oh, Madden 21 and FIFA 21 are going to be on the PS5. Yeah, exactly. Are there even any graphical improvements? Um, on the PS5, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't looked up any game for Madden. You yeah. say you play Madden on on. No, I play Madden twenty one for the for the PS four, not for the PS. Oh okay. Yeah, oh, okay. PS4. Okay. No, no, I don't know if there's any graphic. I, I don't. I'm not buying Madden ever again unless I hear like. Oh my oh, god, no. I don't blame you. Yeah, unless two K comes with a football game, I might buy that. But even then, I mean, I don't know. But that's the, that's the problem. That's yeah. the problem. There's so back then when we were kids, when there were sports games, there was multiple games of the mm-hmm. same sport. Yep. I remember as a kid, you had an NBA shootout, you had NBA Live, yep. you had, uh, then later on, it was just NBA Live and NBA 2K, you had ESPN NFL 2K, oh, yeah. you had Madden 2K, mm-hmm. you had, uh, M- you had MLB The Show, but then you had like uh, MVP, MVP Baseball, yeah. Oh, yeah. MVP, yeah, MLB 2K. Mm-hmm. There's so many, there's competition. And because there was competition, sports games, like companies were driven to make the better sports games. So they improved the gameplay. They added the features, this and that. But nowadays, mm-hmm. there's only one game that has, <laughs> that has a competition. Exactly. And that's soccer. And that's FIFA and Pro Evolution Soccer. And Pro Evolution Soccer is not even in the next gen right now. It's not? 
No, they're gonna they're gonna make because Pro Evolution Soccer they actually are not they they actually care to improve the gameplay. They said like yo, we're not completely prepared to have a next gen version. So what we're gonna do is gonna have a season update of Pro Evolution Soccer twenty one. So minimal seen. updates from twenty twenty to twenty twenty one. Well, yeah, but the minimal updates they improved the gameplay and made it better. So it's actually a good update. And but they didn't they didn't force you to pay full price. I believe what it was forty dollars. It was like 34 for me because i had the previous game um but they're preparing to make uh pro evolution soccer 2022 for the ps5 and the xbox uh xbox uh new xbox series 1s 1x i don't know it's it's not like megatron (laughs) names right now so i don't know but Um, they're 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 prepared to make it for that version so yeah, that's the only have, competition. Um, does Pez still have the Champions League and, and Europa League and stuff like that? Do they still have that? Because I know that they lost licensing for um, teams, like certain uh, big clubs. And uh, no, they don't. They don't have the Champions League anymore. That's FIFA has it now. But what they have is the is the Euro League. The Euro League. That's what they have. Oh, but cool. of course, because of the pandemic, the Euro League could not uh, be played. So. Once they have it next season, or this season coming up, then you'll see it active. I mean, they have it in the game, but they don't. But since it, the tournament didn't actually get played, they don't have like the Euro League rosters, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I um, actually like Pez. I actually have come to over two Pez, to be honest with you. Like in terms of, it's a better like game. I've been telling y'all. Yeah, it's a. It's just a better game. It just is. Um, the only problem is that they don't have the Champions League and they don't have certain teams. But now, even you can just you gotta get an option it. file. Well, you, yeah, I was about to say you can just get yourself a flash drive and just download that and put it into the game. And, yeah, um, voila! Yeah, <laughs> it's even, a better game than FIFA. And I would imagine that Pez is probably like amazing on on PC. I could only imagine. Oh, I. That's one of the reasons why I got PC so I could play Pez on the PC, even though coincidentally I never even used it for gaming yet. Yeah. Um, but like. Uh, yeah, you can get on the PC. You can make the jerseys even more realistic. You can even improve the gameplay even more. You can change like the color of the grass to make it more realistic. You can add the licensing to the banners to the tickers. Oh, um, yeah, it's you could you could change the faces like the bland faces. You can edit that and make it real. That's cool. Yeah, it's so. much better. It's much better on the PC. Yeah, so you heard your first play Pez instead of FIFA because FIFA is just. Like you want to talk about a predatory I, I organization? EA has just been stalking these. You games. know what? And it's EA's FIFA, fault. Anyway. I just want to FIFA, yeah, FIFA was the one that started all this cash grab stuff. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones to bring in Ultimate Team, and then once everybody saw how much money they were generating for Ultimate Team, that's when they started bringing it to Madden 2K. Started adding VC to my career. FIFA was the one that started all of this. They were the first ones to do it. They were the very first ones to do this. Thanks a lot, KSI, by the way, uh, for basically like uh, ruining everything and just making opening packs fun. Do you remember that? Do you remember that whole? I don't know if that's still a thing, but I I distinctly remember like four or five years ago that the big thing um, on YouTube, if you were into like sports games and stuff like that, was watching FIFA. Yeah. Um, was watching FIFA YouTubers open packs. And that's what's trying. I think that's the thing. It's, they still do it right now. Do they? Yeah. People still want to see that? Like, why would you want to watch that? Mm. Like, I feel like it's Kids. already been pretty clear that for a majority of the time, unless they're showing 
um, you know, them getting all these BS cards. Because I can tell you from personal experience, I have bought multiple packs on FIFA. And I'm not ashamed to admit that because, you know, you have to be, you have to be dumb as shit in order to get smart. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I opened multiple packs during the team of the season. And I can tell you this for a fact. I've never gotten, I've only gotten three informs in my entire life. And I've opened, I'm talking like close to 80 packs worth of shit. And I've only gotten three informs in my entire life. Yeah, so, sorry about that. Don't apologize. Don't that. apologize for me being dumb. <laughs> that is not your job for you to make me feel, uh, you know, like I'm smarter than I actually was. Cause I was so, so for, stupid for buying all that shit. I, I I'm just so cheap, so I never believe in paying for. I just never believe in paying for fake currency. I just feel, to me personally, I just feel it's stupid. Like, no offense to anybody who does it that's listening. No, no, but no, 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 you shouldn't. No, no, no. You but <laughs> just the idea of paying for fake money is just ridiculous to me. So I never bought any packs with that. I used to get free FIFA points because, like, honestly, I was just so good at the game. So I used to get like all these FIFA points for beating people online. So I had so much like FIFA points to buy packs. So I did that and I realized like, yeah, you cannot. I think I got like one time I got a good like mid 80s rated player. And I think that was it. Yeah. Like, from from that. Because I mean, the goal if you're playing um, foot is to literally get Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo. That's like the goal. And I've never met a guy who has them. I've never met anybody who has who has those players. If, if if they were to give it easy, no one would pay for it. So they have to make it extremely rare and extremely hard. So you keep paying. It's gambling. It's smart. And, and you think <laughs> it's, so it's smart. smart, but it's super unethical because what you're doing is you're encouraging little kids to gamble. Yes. To gamble. Yes. How is that even legal? It shouldn't be, but it's smart. And until it's not legal, let's make this billion dollars. <laughs> let's get this billion. That's the thing because they know it's they're in the video game industry and they know these old 70, 80 year old politicians do not focus or care or know what e what's even going on in the video game industry. And 2K and EA know this. So they're getting away with making little kids gamble. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. And, and now 2K it, has kind of taken over that sphere too with the whole um you know because they didn't have team of the season or team of the year they didn't have any of that stuff so they were just like okay well how so what do we do let's make these galaxy opal cards let's get pink diamonds let's get all of these crazy card packs to just entice literally children because that's what it is because at the end of the day all I had to buy some for on, my niece and nephew I, I know I yeah. had to buy some for my niece and nephew yeah because yeah, all of this is based on like Pokemon, Magic, and um, what was the other one? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. This is that's all the, these, and even baseball cards and basketball cards. All this is based on like the the fifties, and because that's what my dad used to do. My dad used to go to the store buy um, you know these pack of cards and basically you know, see if he got the new um, I don't know Robert Parrish <laughs> or classic. Uh, I used to have. Yeah, I used to have those classic basketball and baseball cards. I I think I still have them though. I think I still have some. If you I just do, gotta find it. That. If you do, that's actually kind of dope. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, so yeah, you know, you know what it was. Uh, if you had all those baseball cards, and then you know, out of the thousands of cards, you come across that one card that looks really, really cool, and then you're just like, oh, who's this? Oh, it's fucking Sammy Davis Jr. Who or whoever the fuck it is, and it's like this really fucking cool 
sparkly, shiny car, then that, you know, these gaming companies just realize, hey, let's just do that with sports games because these kids are gonna gonna buy it. I mean, if they bought it in the fifties, they'll buy it in two thousand and twenty. I guess. And then you get to play them yeah. in a video game. Yeah, and then you get to play them, and then you realize, like, oh yeah, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> like, oh, it, it's it's a it's the saddest thing, and I really. The saddest part about the whole thing is I don't think that it's going anywhere. That's the saddest part, which means it's not. which means that all of these fucking kids and all of these YouTubers are still going to be doing the same shit. You even know, though we already know that they're ruining the fucking game. So fuck you know YouTube, when it's fuck you, EA. You know when it's going somewhere when we finally have a younger president that actually knows what what the hell is going on in the world nah. then that's when it's, that then that's when when it's going to change nah. because do you expect let, let's be honest now do we expect a 70 year old 78 year old Biden like hey you know uh these these are kids are getting are gambling on NBA 2K and gambling on FIFA like no nah, he doesn't know what's going on yeah, that's why they're able the to get away with stuff like this well here's the thing though right when it comes to that because what what can a president do even though they know what's going on they can't really well, just be like all oh, these kids are doing it because adults are doing it the people that you mostly it, see doing it are the YouTubers and they're like 30 25 40 years old for some of these guys yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, they're doing it, but these companies are the ones that are enabling it. So, like, let's say, like, a Senate, too. I mean, just, like, create a law to stop companies um, just profiting off these kids. So, like, we didn't make the point with Chris Move that we both used to watch Chris Move since way back when. When we had NBA 2K10 and when we didn't have to pay VC to make our players better, we both used to watch Chris Move then. 2K saw that and, like, you know what? Let's put VC into my career and let's let Chris Moo be the catalyst to get these kids to pay money for all this VC. Yeah, I mean, it's Chris Moo, KSI, and all these uh, ginormous uh, YouTubers that like basically like force these kids into doing it. But um, yeah, like you said, I mean, it's the Chris Moves, it's the KSIs that are honestly making them do this that's why i don't think that the government is going to be able to do anything because they're just like hey if adults are buying it too i mean it's not really our fault if the parents know what's going on with these kids there's nothing really the government can do about it you know what i mean if they know if the parents know and the vast majority of these parents know that these kids are stealing their credit cards i mean they've been stealing their credit cards for minecraft so they're going to do it for fifa and 2k you know what i mean that they're doing it for minecraft they're definitely going to do it for this and they know that these kids, because kids go up to their parents and ask them, like, hey, let me get $100 for 120,000 VC coins, or let me get 20 bucks for 70,000, or however much. And the parents know, and if they don't, then they find out on their credit card statement, oh, they've been using it, and then they don't do anything about it. So it's up to the parents of these kids to fucking do something. It's not up to the government. The government can't do shit. It's up to you as an adult, as a parent, to tell your kid, hey, Fuck you. <laughs> you don't deserve VC. <laughs> it's up to the parents. I'm serious. I really So what about what about the peer pressure from the kids from like their other peers at uh, school that have this man. ninety rated ninety rated shooting guard right. and they and they they're they're begging, they're hating their parent just because they don't have the ninety rated shooting guard as well. Okay, two things. One, um <laughs> that kid who says that he has a ninety overall is the same kid that says, Oh yeah, I have a girlfriend, but you'll never meet her because she goes to a different school in a different state. 
um, it's that same kit because nobody I've ever met in school got a 90 overrated, you know, LeBron or Messi. I've never met that guy in my entire life. So you can tell that kid. Um, if you're a kid and you're listening to this and you know that kid, tell that kid to go fuck yourself. Two. Um, <laughs> two. Um, I forgot what two was. What was two? Um, oh, yeah, two. If you have a kid that's coming up to you and just being like, oh, I hate you. You won't let me ever buy that. Listen, I don't condone spanking your kid right I don't I'm not I'm not I'm not so that's that's just yeah. my answer but <laughs> I don't even have to say it yeah that's just my answer like you know there's nothing wrong with an open clap spank there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion in my opinion if you get a little open hand you know solid three claps to those cheeks if you are going up to your parents mad disrespectful you know what I'm saying mad disrespectful coming up to your parents being like you need to give me this VC. You need to give me FIFA points, blah, 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 because all my kids. Listen, you're a child. You don't pay rent here. Matter of fact, I bought you that PS4. Who are you to come up to me asking for more money for these fake games that you're going to get a new game and then ask for more FIFA points for the next game? Crazy. Like, the, 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 that's the thing. The points, the points don't even carry over. No, they don't. <laughs> so you're paying more money. <laughs> How crazy is that? They don't even carry over. I never thought about that. I'm not going to lie. I've never thought about that in my entire life. That was also one of the more ridiculous things I always thought of. Like, wait, so you're paying a (laughs) hundred... I know people pay a hundred just to get their points better. Oh, you don't, it, don't, it doesn't even carry over. It doesn't even carry over. I, mean, I won't say it's completely dumb. Let, let's say if you're really good at 2K, where you can actually make money playing 2K, then I say it's a good investment. But if you're not, then you're wasting money. Yeah. But that's like very few people who are actually going to make money, who are actually going to get drafted by these uh, esports teams yeah, to play. And then that's a good investment. If, if you're not that good, then... Or if you're not like with, with like in that range, yeah, then you're wasting say, money. If you're in that range, then whatever. In my opinion, if you're in that range, and you know what, and you know what, if you, even if you're a kid, if you're like 12 years old and you're in that range, and um, you know, you show your parents, if your parents understand, then yeah, go for it. You know, that's you're in my opinion, you're an athlete because you can make yeah. bank doing that. <laughs> you can make bank with a capital B. Um, you know, doing um, doing esports, so that's completely fine with me, personally. I think that that's completely fine. How? But if you're trash, how? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. If you're garbage at the game, if you're an eight year old and no girlfriend, and you're garbage at this game, just pick up Skyrim, man. Honestly, just pick up Skyrim. Just do that. Just pick up another game. You know what I mean? You don't need to play these shitty ass sports games there's other alternatives there's other alternatives you know what's an alternative 2k11 just go back go back in time (laughs) go back get a pc play 2k because there's people who are continuously updating those rosters shout out to those people by the way who are just updating these old ass sports games uh and just making them playable for us so just do that in my personal classic well, I'm about to say, what's, it's not even just the sports games now. You got Fortnite doing this cash grab. Mm-hmm. You got even Roblox, and I know that because of my niece and nephews. I've definitely 
paid a couple. I don't even know what they do on that game, but I, but I definitely I gave them. I, I definitely do. donated like at least thirty dollars to them for their Roblox stuff <laughs> for their birthdays. Thirty dollars, Jesus Christ! At least thirty dollars. At least it, it's probably fifty now because I just gave my my uh, my nephew twenty dollars yesterday oh, for his for his birthday. So so it's probably fifty dollars now. But like, yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing in that game, but like, it's just. Everything is a cash grab. Everything is a cash grab for children. Yeah. And now the real question is, when will they get better, right? Because I will say this when it comes to, this will probably be my last thing about this. because I know we've probably been on a tangent with this, but my whole thing is when NBA Live 18 came out, right? Not the greatest game in the world. I had a lot of fun playing it. I thought it was a fresh. It was, it was pretty fun. It was refreshing. a good take. Right? A good different take. The street ball aspect, I loved it. And first take, and, and, and no vice, no uh, no no first take thing with Stephen uh, A. Smith and Max Kellerman. That was great. I love that. You don't ha- you didn't have to pay for microtransactions, nope. which is weird for EA games. Super weird. Super. But hey, they 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 knew they knew that no one was going to buy it if you had to. So it was the the alternative. Yeah, and then, and it was great. Yeah, and you know the customization aspect of it. Um, Mostly with the gameplay mechanics, obviously that needed a little bit of work, but I love that game, and I thought that that was it was actually, fun. Yeah, I thought that that was good for the sports, um, for for basketball, for the basketball games. I thought that that was great because now Two K actually had some legit competition, and then they just disappeared. They made Two K uh, NBA Live Nineteen, which was not really a step in the right direction. It was kind of the same game except they added female basketball players in the uh, WNBA and stuff like that, but. I think that competition, and then they gave up again. Yeah, but yeah, competition just needs to be a thing when it comes to sports games. If, it, if there's no competition, nobody's going to get better, and these companies are just going to continue. But even then, I can't really say that because FIFA's out here dominating while Pez' better game just gets no recognition. So because well, the difference between that is the licensing. FIFA got got way more licensing for their game. So ago. take three years ago when Pez had all the license and Pez used to have the champions. They, they, they still don't have the, they still didn't have the Bundesliga. Oh yeah. So the yeah, they still didn't have the Bundesliga. And just the thing that FIFA is just more reputable. I mean, Pez had their, had their dry spells, which they kind of like fell out the loop when they were winning 11. That's when they were at the strongest, but they had their drive spells when they transitioned to the new console, and that kind of just made FIFA this powerhouse while Pez was just struggling to get back. So now, right now, Pez is at their strongest, but FIFA is just this huge powerhouse where it's just not a competition in terms of sales, but even though Pez is the better game, gameplay-wise. Yeah, I, I I don't know what the future holds. Um, I'm scared. For but I think kids. the future the future is bright for Pez. Oh, if you're talking about Pez. Pez. Yeah, no, I, I was just talking about these kids because <laughs> these kids are just gonna get fucked. They're gonna continue to get fucked, and um, I don't think that this is gonna help. Uh, whatever generation comes after the millennials, they're just gonna be so gross. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen, and uh, I'm honestly like kind of I'm I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared that we're never going to get a great sports game ever again. That That's what terrifies me. We're never going to get another 2K11. We're never going to get another FIFA 8. We're never going to get another uh, Madden, was it 05 or 06? We're never going to get that. No, Both was, of them. It, Both it, of them were good. It was 2K. No, yeah, 2K5. Uh, NBA, uh, Madden 2K5 or whatever it was called. NFL 2K5. And, 
ESPN NFL 2K5. You know, I love Madden 05 and Madden 06 as well. Yeah, those, the those first version of yeah, first Superstar mode was on Madden 06. I love that Superstar mode. Yeah, but it just sucks. We're never going to get those games. I don't think we'll ever get those games ever again. Now, I, that might be uh, due to us getting older, maybe. Maybe we're being a little bit too critical. I don't believe so. No, nah, no, nah, it's not. It's not. Because if you go back to the old games playing at this age, you'll you realize, like, yeah, those games are much better. Yeah, and it's just like... Even gameplay-wise, too. Yeah, like the jumps. You remember the jumps, like, in graphics, gameplay. Like, 2K10 and 2K11, that was so incredible of a game to play. Because it was just like, man, they're innovating and this is different i've never played something like this ever again and now we're never gonna get that ever again and it's fucking sad that's all i gotta say it's fucking sad i just gotta blame the esports community just messed everything up i I, you know making money out of it i I like it just messed everything up in terms of the gameplay everything's a cash grab now yeah but And with that being said, let's switch over to the NBA, to the NBA. Um, So we were talking about this before the show started, but now it's all pretty much all but confirmed. Um, Lakers agree in principle to acquire Dennis Schroeder from the Thunder. The Lakers would send the number 28 pick in Wednesday's NBA draft to the Thunder as part of the deal as guard Danny Green is also being discussed as the player going to Oklahoma City. Um, Lakers get a great point guard, a great point guard to have on their bench, to have on their bench, a great point guard to have on their bench. Well, will probably start, right? Oh, no, he won't start. They're going to have LeBron. LeBron's still going to be the point guard, I believe. The shooter's just going to be the spark plug off the bench, which – to me, that is a role he's best in. Even when he was in Atlanta, he was best coming off the bench rather than being a starter. Because the thing about Schroeder is, I think, his, well, his weakness for me is his pacing of the game. Yeah. As a starter, he he's like point guards got to be patient on the floor. Uh, Schroeder's a spark plug. Schroeder's a live wire. So he's just better coming off the bench to give that spark off the bench and give that scoring spark. I think he's. I think that's just his best role. And Chris Paul, just playing with Chris Paul has made him much better. So, like, that is a great acquisition for the Los Angeles Lakers. This makes the team so much stronger. They definitely could have used them during the series, which they won as well. And it looks like Lakers are not extending Kyle Kuzma, so they definitely need some scoring off the bench. And I feel like this is better a better scorer than Kuzma for that team. Um, so I like it. Yeah, off the bench, nineteen and four off the bench for OKC last year. Second, I'm saying, second I'm saying, six man voting behind Montrez Harrell, which was fair at the time. And honestly, I still feel like he should have won it. Yeah, I was about to I say. I felt like he should have still won it. I, I think, felt like Shooter should have won it. I think I voted for Montrez Harrell just because he was, like, insane uh, during the regular season. Um, but it's kind of funny because, like, looking back, and this is, like, the same thing when it comes to, um, uh, what do you call it, like, regular season versus playoffs. Like, regular season, I would probably have, rather have Montrez Harrell, but, like, Montrez Harrell was impossible to play during the playoffs, and I'd much rather have Shooter. Um, but... I agree. I think I actually think that this is a good trade for both teams. Um, and I know that um, OKC is in a rebuild. We talked about that before we started the pod. But I think that this is good for both. I think that, uh, you know, the Lakers get a point guard coming off the bench because uh, I think we can both agree 
Rondo probably doesn't stay more than likely because Rondo's probably going to get a nice little payday after a playoff Rondo. I, be, I believe it. Probably from the Knicks. Yeah, probably from – I hope he doesn't go to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I really hope he doesn't go to the Knicks. But, um, yeah, they just need – they need more guard play. I've been seeing a lot of KCP rumors that KCP is probably going to be um, packaged for something. And uh, obviously they have... Uh, They're not trying to pay him either, so yeah, most likely. Yeah, and, um, you know, they still have Avery... Uh, I think Avery Badley's still on, on contract. They still have Caruso, who's yeah. probably going to be better. But just adding another point guard, which they desperately needed last year, uh, this this was a great acquisition, in my opinion. I think it's great. And then for OKC side of it, you know, they get a pick, um, 28, which not really the greatest pick in this draft, in my opinion. I mean, they get a role well, look at. But look at Luke. Look at Lugenis Dort, for example. Lugenis Dort was undrafted, yeah. playing a big role for the team. Darius Baisley was a late first round pick, I believe, or mid to late first round pick, first round. and and yeah, late first round. And he played good in the bubble. He played great in the bubble. Yeah. So hey, OKC has a good track record of drafting. So that twenty eighth pick could turn to a decent player for for them. Yeah, I mean they could probably. Um, yeah, they. I mean, there's some solid um, talent probably that's going to be around in that area but um the thing is is like who do you really take like who do you take that's like i guess we'll get into that later but um yeah they get a late first round they'll probably get a role player out of that they get danny green who is inconsistent as a shooter but still buy him they're gonna buy him out they're gonna buy him out i still like danny green i hope i mean if they keep him i think it's fine but yeah i agree they probably buy him out but i like the straight for both teams yeah yeah um yeah, both teams are def- definitely going to benefit from that trade, especially because, like, yeah, like we said, Kyle Kuzma probably won't come back. KCP most likely won't come back. Or it's Paul trying to get him his money, so yeah. I don't blame them trying to capitalize. But, yeah, great, great acquisition for the Los Angeles Lakers would only make them better. Yeah. So, also, another rumor out there is Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's demanding a trade from the Houston Rockets. So I mean, he, he wants to leave, but who wants to take him? That's the question. So there is a rumor that the Charlotte Hornets want Russell Westbrook. I think it's because of the Jordan ties, you know, yeah. Russell Westbrook is a, is a member of the Jordan brand. So I really think it's mostly because of that more than anything else. Yeah. I feel like, Russell Westbrook. I feel like if I'm a team, I do not want to trade for Russell Westbrook. Good player, but at this age, especially if you're not a winning team like the Charlotte Hornets, all he's going to do is just get stat pad his points. That's not going to really help to wins. Probably it will get you a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference, but just because it will get you a playoff spot doesn't mean it will make that team that much better. So how do you feel about the Charlotte Hornet? rumors for russell westbrook um i hate it and love it at the same time because on one hand i like it because um well me me and my brother are getting league pass um starting next year for the upcoming nba season so if they get them charlotte hornets make it onto that league pass team that you know you want to watch just because westbrook plays at a thousand miles an hour every single night um i love it from that standpoint and from the standpoint that Charlotte instantly becomes a playoff team. Um, I like it from that standpoint. I hate it from the contract standpoint, one, because he has arguably the second or third worst contract in the league. Um, I hate it because 
if you're Charlotte, that kind of ruins the next three years of your team. Like, there's no where. Where do you go if you have Westbrook? It's like you're not going to well, get that, a high enough draft pick in order to. That rebuild. definitely sounds a lot like a Michael Jordan trade. I mean, look at the look at the um Terry Rozier signing. It's like, why did you sign Terry Rozier to that much money? I saw it was stupid from the beginning, and it looked even worse when Devontae Graham outplayed him. Yeah, and um, yeah, the question is, is that um would they make that trade, right? And if you're Houston, like, if you're Houston, you basically take your pick of the litter, right? If you, um, because it's not like the Hornets have awful players. Uh, they have some pretty promising young they got guys. Some, yeah, they got some promising young players. Like, look, if I could get a P.J. Washington from that deal or Devontae Graham, I would definitely love, look, I think Devontae Graham could get even better. So I would like Devontae Graham or P.J. Washington. I like Devontae Graham. I don't at the same time because I feel like when it comes to the playoffs, because that's how I started thinking now. I, I, I like some players during the regular season, but when it comes to playoff time, I kind of don't want them on my team. And Devontae Graham seems like that guy just due to the fact that defensively, I don't know. I don't think he can do anything on defense, really. Like, he's not awful. I mean, he's not a, a, like a, like Trey Young awful, but he's not going to be – he, he was a second round pick for a reason. Yeah, he was a second round pick for a reason. Yeah, and it's not like he can go Isaiah Thomas mode and take my team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Which, if he was that guy, then I'd be like, yeah, sure. But um, I just feel like offensively, if they keep Harden, that would be a good combination. That would be a good one-two combination because Devontae Graham can also stretch the floor as well. Yeah, I think so. I feel like if they keep perfect compliment for James Harden because he's a guy who shot. I think he shot above forty percent from three last year. Yeah, and. Um, he seems like he can move off the ball pretty well. And he's also a good passer. He's also one of the better pass, passing point guards in the NBA, statistically. Yeah, and then now you don't have, you know, um, if you're Harden, you don't have a guy in Russell Westbrook where you have to, like, kind of alternate possessions every single every single game. And, it's, and now you can actually get a center again because you don't have a guy that shoots like a center at playing point guard. So now you can actually get a center. And it, no, they probably won't get a center. Um <laughs> Well, no, they might because now they don't. No, they will. Daryl Morey's out of there now. No, and Morey. D'Antoni's out of there. They're getting a center. Shoot, they might just trade um, Harden. Cody Zeller. Yeah, they might just trade Harden straight up for like Joel Embiid or something. Who knows? I, now, that's another rumor. How do you feel about that rumor? I feel like for both teams, do not do it. For both teams. Actually, well, for the Sixers, I would do it because then yeah, you get to move Ben Simmons to center. Yeah, for for Ben Simmons can be moved to center, which I feel like that would be his best. That's his best position in the NBA, honestly. Probably. But for the Rockets, what what am I doing? Like, I mean, just because you had a Olajuwon doesn't mean you'll trade for Joel Embiid. I'm, why would I do that for James Harden? Well, here's no. The, well, here's the thing. Here's here's the case for for um, for Houston side. If you're Houston, James Harden has taken you to the Western Conference Finals. He's blown two separate chances to go to the finals. He's blown two. And uh, granted, one of those was also Chris Paul's fault, but Harden also choked. That that, that can't be ignored. Um, if you're Houston, you trade Westbrook, you're not going to get a Westbrook type back. Even if you like Devontae Graham, Devontae Graham is not the type of guy that's going to get you to the finals. And James Harden is 30. Two, right? 31, yep. 32? 32. Harden's, Harden is, right now, he's in his prime. Harden's not going to get better. 
he's just not. He's going to start getting slower. He's going to um, he's going to start not being able to pull off the same Honestly, moves that he can in the next couple I think, years. I think his game doesn't really wouldn't really affect him as he gets older because it's not based on athleticism. It's just based it's, on being sneaky and breaking the NBA rule book. It's so yeah, I don't breaking the NBA rule book, but that step back in three years is not gonna be it's not gonna be the same. Okay, good point. Yeah, that step back's not gonna be the same. That crossover is not gonna be the same. It's the same it's kind of um not comparing him to Allen Iverson or anything like that, but he even I think Alan he has Iverson, Go ahead. More of a Mono Ginobili. I think he has more of a Mono Ginobili career arc. He'll just start he's declining the way Mono Ginobili more did. Than Ginobili. And that's no he is, Ginobili, but, but no, he, he, I'm, I'm saying he is, but like just the way he'll decline will be something how Mono Ginobili declined. Well, the real question is how he had a more slower, progr- slower regression. But the question is if he has a Ginobili career, because Ginobili over the years is like, oh, he's he should not be a six man, blah, blah, blah. And then come 2014, like that's his role. And in the next couple of years, that's going to have to be Harden's role. Eventually, like Harden's not going to be this 30 and 10 guy anymore. So the question is, where do you go if you're Houston? What move can you make to get back to the finals? And the truth, in my opinion, is if you trade Westbrook, I don't even think you get to the finals with Westbrook. We've seen it already. I, don't, I think they could get to the Western Conference finals, maybe, if they play perfectly. But I don't think they can get to the finals. And if you're Houston, if you can't get to the finals, why keep Harden? There's no point. So at that point, then why then why I get Embiid? If I get Ben Simmons or Embiid, I wouldn't trade for Embiid. I would trade then, for Simmons only, only Simmons. And if I'm the Sixers, I'm rejecting that trade. I'm not trading Simmons. You can have Embiid, but I'm not trading Simmons unless I, unless I'm worried about Simmons Ben I'm Simmons sorry. back. If you get Joel, and if I'm worried about Ben Harden, Simmons back, you get Joel Embiid and Harden on the same team. That's a finals contender. I don't know if you're a finals contender if you with Ben Simmons and, and Joel Embiid. I don't think so. Even if you trade Joel Embiid for James so Harden. So you think, think James Harden, the way he plays, can coexist with Embiid, with the way James Harden Absolutely. plays? Absolutely. And the ISO, the ISO dribble with 20 seconds and shoot Absolutely. with four seconds left game can coexist. So you think Absolutely. that's not going to go in clash? I, I don't think that's going to clash. I think that they would play – Great together for one reason and one reason alone. I don't think Joel Embiid wants to be the man. I don't think he wants to be the man. And if he gets hardened, that solves every single issue. Ben Simmons not shooting threes. You get probably the most prolific three-point shooter in the game right now outside of Steph Curry. You get a guy who is going to involve everybody like Ben Simmons did. Granted, he's going to be more of a guy who's going to shoot first, but he'll get you 10 assists. And He'll let Joel Embiid work down low. And that's been one of the things that Houston's been missing is that down low presence. I really don't I, – I think that that's perfect. Now, Joel Embiid – It didn't work when Dwight of, Howard's on the team. Dwight Howard couldn't shoot. You know, yeah, he can't yeah, – I mean, Dwight shoot. Howard's not the offensive player, not even close to being Joel Embiid. That's but. what I'm saying. So it's like Embiid can really do all of these things, but – He's been asked. Embiid can shoot, but he doesn't shoot that well. He just because shoots. Because he's ignorant. And I think because I think he takes some really ignorant shots when you're just like, okay, you're wide open mid. Why would you take a step back to a three in order just to get three points when you're not that great of a shooter? But if you're in this um, zone where I have Harden, who's a three-point threat, rather than having Ben Simmons, who all of these guys are going to focus on everybody else besides Ben because Ben's only going to get you 17 points a game and they're all going to come at the rim. And on top of that, it's a perfect situation for Harden to go to because now 
Ben Simmons is a, what, 60% free throw shooter? Now you get one of the best free throw shooters in the league and a guy who's going to get to the line. I think that's a perfect fit, an absolute gem of a fit. I think Sixers fans want Ben Simmons to stay. But honestly, if you ask Sixers fans, what who, who would you be more sad leaving, Joel Embiid or Ben? I think people would say Joel because Joel – Because of his personality. Good, yeah, he is like – the Sixers. I don't think people are going to be sad to see Ben Simmons go if they get James Harden back. Would you? No, but if I'm but if I'm a GM, I would still rather trade and beat in Simmons because Simmons' potential is still his to be a top five is, player in this his league. Potential is clinged on him being a shooter. That's his potential, though. Because if he doesn't turn into a shooter, I'm he's not, a I don't think so. I don't think so. I just think his potential. If he doesn't shoot, he turns into. B minus Giannis. No, I B-minus I don't think Giannis. so. No, I don't. No, he's he's a different player than Giannis. Just because they're big point, they're essentially well, at least they Giannis at first was a big point guard. They play the same. Yeah, they play the same. Yeah. Well, look, Simmons is a better passer than Giannis. Simmons is more skilled than Giannis. Giannis is just more, much more athletic than Simmons. Simmons but is Simmons better is better in the pick and roll, but they're the same in the yes. fast break. They're same in the post. They're kind of the same in IQ. Why Simmons game. is IQ? Why Simmons might have the edge in IQ I don't as think well? So. I wouldn't say that. You can't say that about an MVP. I, the thing, the thing with Simmons is Simmons just. Is not hasn't been played right yet. It was the same thing with Giannis when he was under Jason Kidd. Has he wasn't played right until Bonaholzer took control of him and made him a power forward. Simmons needs to be a center. Simmons needs to be a center. Once he's a center, you don't need to worry about the jump shot as much. Maybe a mid range, but you don't need to worry about the jump shot as much. That's Making when his potential could be realized. Out of his hands, which is all the magic, though. All the magic. You don't need you don't, you don't you don't you don't need to take the ball in his hands to be to be a center. He could be like Nikola Jokic for the Denver Nuggets. Okay, he could be he could be used like that. Let me put it to you this way: one, first of all, Jokic is just better. But um, two, even if you use him like Jokic, right? Jokic can stretch the floor. Ben can't. Ben can't stretch the floor. Well, think of it this way: it's, yeah. ju- it's just Perfect. it's just like how the Rockets used Westbrook when they took out Clint Capella. With Westbrook on the floor, Westbrook shoots like a center. So basically, when you have the ball in his hands, everybody else is a shooter, which stretches the floor for Westbrook and lets Westbrook operate and lets Westbrook become a better player off that because the paint is opened up. If you have Simmons at center, you could surround him with nothing but shooters. You don't need a traditional point guard. You could surround him with nothing but shooters. So, so when he has the ball in his hands, it'll be much better for him to slash in the paint, and he'll be a much more effective player as a result of so that. So let me ask you, in because Daryl is making the decisions now, right? So if you're Daryl, yeah. if you're Daryl, you would rather keep Ben than Joel. If if even though the, the entire back problems come out okay and he can't shoot like he's not even if a the bat free throw shooter that's why i don't if, even think that he can shoot threes that's my whole if, thing if ben simmons has no issues with his back then i rather have ben than joel Embiid. if you're no i'm saying if but, you're Darryl, I, but not if you not you because i would rather I'm, have ben too because ben to me if i'm daryl if i'm daryl i want to have joel Embiid anyways because that doesn't really fit what he likes to do so I will still keep Ben because Ben is at least a fast court player. He's a full court player. So I'll keep Ben anyways if I'm Daryl. If the if the bat comes out okay, if he has no problems with his back. 
that's what that's one thing I'm worried about. With ben Simmons is his bat problem. Well, here's the thing, right? Because if you're if you're Houston, if you're Houston, I don't think I want to be clear about this too. If you're Houston, I don't think Houston's trading Harden. I don't think that they're going to do that. Mostly because yeah, they can't, they shouldn't. They should because they're not going anywhere. And if you're not going to win a championship, what? Is I don't it? just trade superstars like that. I just don't like trading superstars like that unless are you're you getting like win? the whole team back. Are you going to win? And do you think Houston? But without Westbrook, they get anybody else, which I don't think that they can get a top 10 player. And I'm assuming you agree. They with might that, right? not win, but think of it as an owner perspective. Harden is still very marketable. So just with that, you're still making money off Harden, winning or not. Some, team, some, some teams keep star players just for that reason. So I'm not just going to trade them just to trade them just because I'm not winning. Harden Just because, let's say the Warriors are not winning and they still got Steph Curry. Are they going to trade Steph Curry? No, because Steph Curry is a cash cow. Yeah, so, but Golden State has three titles. <laughs> Distinct difference. You know what I mean? Like, true. You can't trade Steph because he's a three-time NBA champion, two-time MVP. But towards the end of the Steph's career. Why, and the reason why the are, entire NBA plays the way it does right now, that's Steph Curry. James Harden's not that. Okay, let's take the Trey Young example then. Let's take the Trey Young. Should the Hawks trade ever trade Trey Young? Because we know they're never going to win with the way that team is going to be constructed. Sure, sure. But just because Trey Young is loved by kids and they and kids see him as the next Steph Curry, and just because he's small and almost looks like like, like them, nice. they want to be him. Should they trade Trey Young, All even right, though he's well, extremely right, marketable? Let's go ahead and play this example, shall we? Let's go ahead and roll the dice with this. If Trey Young. Trey Young is going to be one of the most prolific offensive players in the NBA for the next, like, six years at least. I really do believe that. I think he's just going to be one of the best. Yeah, barring players. injury, he will be. Barring yeah. injury, yeah. But if if Atlanta becomes – listen, Atlanta is always going to be competitive. I don't remember an era, a decade, where Atlanta's not competitive. Late 90s? Touche. Okay. Early two thousands. Um, early two thousands, they were at least making moves towards the Joe Johnson era. At least they were making moves towards that. You know what I mean? At least, and even the early nineties, late nineties, the Atlanta Hawks were decent. If I remember. Yeah, early nineties, not late. Yeah, early nineties, not late nineties. Was it early nineties? Early nineties. Okay, That's when they had dominated. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So early and, 90s, they were, yeah. they were they were pretty competitive, and then obviously, people realize, oh yeah, Dominique is not a guy who can take you there, but you know, Trey Young becomes, because obviously Atlanta has been very open about trying to compete for the playoffs this year, and I think they're going to be able to do that. If Trey Young gets you to multiple, if he gets you multiple playoff victories, takes you to an Eastern Conference Finals, but never makes the Finals, and then your team becomes like the Houston Rockets, where I don't know where the Houston Rockets improve. I don't know where they can get better. Like, I really don't. Like, I don't see a scenario where the Houston Rockets make this incredible turnaround and then they make the finals. Especially in the West, I don't see it. Like, I really don't. So, But here's the thing about having a player like Harden on your team. Other players still would want to play with Harden. So let, let's say if they just keep Harden long enough till a player... He's still a star player at the end of the day. Yeah, but who wants to some play players him? don't want to play with him, but some who? players do. Who? Who wants to play with him? Nobody has signed with him except for Dwight. Dwight was the only guy who went to go play with him. And then Russell Westbrook wanted to play with him originally. Originally, but 
look what happened. And now we're talking three separate superstars have left him. Three. We're talking Dwight has left. Um, granted, Dwight is Dwight, so who cares about him, right? But still, superstar, yeah. he left. Chris Paul didn't want to play with him. Did not want to play with James Harden anymore. Left. Westbrook didn't want to play I with think him. it was left James left. Harden didn't want to play with Chris Paul more than vice versa. Nah, Chris Paul didn't want to play with him. That's been reported. He did, he did not want to play with James Harden anymore. And even if it was vice versa, who cares? He, they didn't want to play with each other. So that's three separate superstars that don't want to play with Harden. Russell yeah, Westbrook, I won't say multiple it's multiple free agent classes where nobody's came. Nobody's came. I don't think Russell Westbrook is not Russell Westbrook does not want to play with James Harden. He just does not want to be part of a, of a rebuilding process. So he's leaving. So, okay. I so, think him and Harden are still good okay, friends. Yeah, so, so. Let's, so let's say this, right? So you just said they're, so you think Houston's in a rebuild? You think Harden's going to want to be in a well, rebuild? Well, Westbrook. You think Harden's gonna want to play in a rebuild? Hell no. As long as as long as he gets paid two hundred million. No, but if he's thirty two, if he's thirty two, I I know for a fact Harden cares about winning. Like I don't think Harden likes hearing these things about him about being a choker about not winning titles. You can't win a title with. If Harden he cares about winning more, he'll change his style. Up. I guarantee he'll you. Play. I guarantee you that he will ask for a trade if they go into rebuild mode. And then what do you do? And then what do you do? Because now he has for a trade. Now you have less leverage than you do right now. Right now, everybody thinks that Harden's staying. In well, Houston. Harden said he was staying. You know, I doubt how. I don't know how true that is. It could be like how George, how Paul George said he wanted to stay in OKC. Yeah, that's what but, I'm saying. If he, if he, I mean, like Houston's not going to be good next year. Like they're not going to be good. Like I don't. Do you see them making top four in the West? I don't. Even with Harden on their team, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I really so don't why know. Would you, why the thing him? is, why keep him? Harden is so good that he might, he might but make them the winning. He might so make them win. That but you can get the house for him. That's what I'm saying. You can get the house that will set you up for the future. If you get three, four first rounders for James Harden, which is on the table, and then you can. Get but who's going to who's going to trade? Who's going to trade the Rockets? If they trade the Rockets, that I'll take the deal too. If I was the Rockets, but who's going to trade the Rockets three, four Dude, first rounders? Somebody will definitely play him three first rounders for James Harden. I guarantee you, somebody will do that. Somebody's stupid enough. They're, somebody traded down the Knicks. Somebody tr- the Hawks traded Luca for Trey Young. Somebody is going to be stupid enough to give James Harden and Cam Reddish and Cam Reddish. Don't forget about no, Cam Reddish. Please continue making my point <laughs> that NBA teams are not smart. They're not that smart. Somebody will give him three first rounders. I guarantee you. I don't know who. Um, I don't think the Sixers would um, because I think that if you get a superstar with it, you get two first rounders. But still, like if I get Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid and two first rounders for Harden, I'm taking that in a heartbeat. If the Sixers are not going. If, if if they trade one of those players, they are not trading two first rounders. Why? They will Harden, not do Harden that. Harden is way better than both of them. He's way better than Darryl, both of them. Daryl Morey will not let that happen. But he's he will not trade two first. But that's rounders. what I'm saying. But that's what Morey. Would Doc have to Rivers do. might let that happen. But that's what I'm saying. Doc if Rivers, you're Morey. That's what you would have to do. And if you want Harden, you give two first round. You there's no way you get Ben Simmons in a first rounder for James Harden. There's zero chance. Zero. So you have to give up two first rounders in order to get him. And if you're of the Sixers, why would you even care? I, all right, get these two first rounders for the next two years. We're going to be picking out the Look, bottom of the I, bottom of the league. I, I kept saying this with the Sixers. If I'm the Sixers, I do not want to touch that team at all. I want to see how that team plays with under a different coach because I felt like Brett Brown did a horrible job with them. 
So I want I don't even want to I only want to make a trade because I don't want to do something premature and then wonder like oh if I just had this coach with Ben Simmons and Embiid who knows like it's the same thing with uh, Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr Mark Jackson couldn't do anything with those Warriors except bring them to like what the second round of the playoffs yeah. Steve Kerr brought them at least Steve Kerr and the coaching staff the the new coaching staff brought them to a championship. So I do not want to touch that team because talent-wise, the Sixers have the one of the most talented teams in the NBA. And I'm not just talking about Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I'm t- also talking about Tobias Harris and Al Horford. I know a lot of people have been shitting on them. And Josh Richardson. I know a lot of people have been shitting on them. But they're still very good players. I just want to see what a different coach uh, can do with those players because even um, Al Horford and Josh Richardson said that Brett Brown did not involve them in any plays in any sets so they were just standing around doing nothing so i just want to see what doc rivers can do with this team before i break them up but with the appointment of daryl morey i just feel like that's not going to happen this team is going to get broken up yeah i i actually agree with you i think we had this conversation where i actually we did i think i think i was on that side and you were on my side i think we switched because I agree. I, if I'm the Sixers with Daryl Morey and Doc, I don't touch this team for at least a year. I don't touch this team at all. And it's like I, a doctor. You need a second opinion. Yeah, I, I leave this team alone for a year. Obviously, I try to get rid of the Tobias and Horford contracts. And I know you like Tobias, but that contract is literally it's Tobias. Good. It's is the worst contract it's, in the league by far. It's horrible, but before before the Sixers, he was a solid twenty a game scorer on a on a winning Clippers team. I so, agree, but he look. just doesn't fit here. He just doesn't fit here, and he is getting paid way too much. You remember we paid you have you have Tobias for four more years, and on top of that, he has. What one hundred and thirty million dollars left on his deal? He he. Well, yeah. Well, look at this. Now he has the coach that gave him his best season of his career. So yes. there's that. Yeah, and on top of that, you have the Horford contract, which is like the fifth worst contract in the league. If you're the Sixers, you're fucked. You're literally yeah. Fucked. That's a hor- that's a horrible contract. But even well, Horford said that. But here's the he thing. did not decline. He said that was just because Brett Brown did not involve him in the offense. So let let's give Horford a chance to prove himself to see if he's the Horford from the Celtics. Playing with Joel like that doesn't work. He's going to play out of position. No, I felt like that was I felt like that was a bad yeah You're that was wrong. a bad decision to pay him that much have money. To give but her, you have to get rid of Horford. You can't. The play. thing that. The thing with Joel is Joel is, is guaranteed to get hurt at least a couple of games. Yeah. And Joel should not be playing like 40 minutes a game anyways because he does tire out quickly. Yeah. So play him 30 minutes and then have Horford come off the bench and give you those uh, 18 minutes or just pay, play him like five minutes together or whatever. I feel like that would be the best way to use out Horford. That was a bad contract, but I still think he can at least be a Horford from the Celtics if you get him involved. I don't know. I If – Honestly, if I'm the team, I would try my hardest to find a way. Who's going to trade for them? That's the question. Who's going to trade for those two players? Um, I, honestly, I've heard this rumor a lot. I don't think they would do it because I think it's kind of stupid. But honestly, I kind of dig it. It was Horford, their pick, and I think it was Shake Milton for Julius Randle and one of their uh, uh, I, I don't um, like that for the Sixers. If, dude, if you're the Sixers, listen, Horford's getting older. Horford Randall and Embiid, I don't think that's a good combination either. 
regardless, you're screwed. Defensively, Randall is not good either. So uh, I'd rather have Horford off the bench than Randall in the starting lineup. I, If I'm being honest, here's the thing. We saw this last year, and we're going to do the same thing next year. This is why I'm saying that the Sixers need to blow it up. Here, here's my whole thing. This is two years back-to-back where the team doesn't work. The team itself doesn't work. I don't think that it's a problem with talent, but the team doesn't work. You have Joel Embiid and Horford making these ridiculous amounts of money, and they can't play together. You have, even if you bring Horford off the bench, Horford can't be making all that money and then not playing the last five minutes of the game, right? Wouldn't you agree? You can't pay him all that money just to have him sitting on the bench. It's the same no, thing it's, a ba- it's a bad contract. It's the same thing it's with a bad Hero. contract. It's the same thing with Montrez Harrell. You can't, we, like, Montrez was due to make like $150 million a year, but then in the playoffs we saw, oh, yeah, we can't play him in the last two minutes of the game. So now he's a $16 million a year guy. And with Horford, you can't play him and Joel Hunt on the same team. So you have to deal him somewhere. When, when it comes to Randall, like, I'm, I don't like Randall. I really don't. Like, I thought he had potential, but to me, he's a good stats, bad team. Uh, he's a good stats, bad team guy. Randall at least gives me an option to play with Embiid in the last few minutes of the game. He's getting overpaid, but he's not getting that uh, overpaid as he, he, He's He's going to be food on defense. I don't know about that. I don't think he's food. I think he's actually not that bad of a defender. I don't think he's that bad. And I think actually with Doc at the helm, I think Julius gets a little bit better defensively. And at least I know Randall is at least going to be at the same level for the next few years rather than Horford, who can easily get dramatically worse in the next two years because of how, because of his age. Would like, I mean, at least I'm getting rid of salary and getting younger rather than just sitting where I am like a sitting duck. Cause like you said, who is trading for Horford? Horford is old and he has a four-year I like, deal. He's screwed. I like how we always think Knicks are just going to take these bad trades because and accept do. them. Because <laughs> they do. They're <laughs> horrible. They're the worst-run franchise by far. They had, listen, it, it, 10 years ago, they had four centers. And they had four centers. I remember that. And they had the highest like paid roster, and they were like at the bottom of the entire. And then two roster. years ago, they had like they had like four undersized power forwards. Oh, right that was now, a year ago. Right now, right yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> they still have it. Yes, yeah, they're, yeah, they're horrible. So when I see all these like uh, Knicks trades, it's like if you're the Knicks, it's like yeah, give me anybody because we're horrible. I don't want any more power forwards. We need a center. Granted. New York does have Mitchell Robinson, but Mitchell Robinson like plays like two minutes a game and gets five fouls. So it's like, why have him on the floor? So, I mean, for the Knicks, no, that's the most. And, no, Mitchell Robinson is the most prom- promising player, honestly, on that team. If he can stop fouling people, you know, he if he can he's stop fouling people and make and actually get fouled and go to the free throw line, he'd be he'd be promising, but. Um, I see the promise with Mitchell Robinson. I don't think it's going to happen just because I don't think he's smart because <laughs> he gets fouls all the time. And it pisses me off. It drives me nuts. I still think it's RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett has all-star potential to me. I'm not getting off the RJ Barrett train. I won't do it. Steve Nash is his uncle and now he's a head coach. Won't do it. Can't do it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's RJ Barrett and Mitchell Robinson for me, but I'm just not as high as I was not never as high as RJ Barrett. Like even when he was in college, I just sure. never really saw him as that great. That great, really? I, 
I saw him as I saw him as a guy that would get his stats, get scoring stats, but that was pretty much it. I didn't see him as a guy that would be. I saw him as a guy that could be a nineteen a game, possibly a twenty a game scorer, but that's really about it. I didn't see him as like a star player, but a guy is just probably going to just get you points. I saw a guy if, um, I saw a guy that if, like, seven different teams drafted him, I think that he would be fine. Like, I feel like if he got drafted by, obviously, the Celtics, that would have been a prime position for him to kind of flourish right next to Tatum. Because I think Tatum would have been, like, the perfect guy to, like, mold him into the guy that no. he's supposed to be. No. Yeah. If he would have copied, if he copies Tatum's game, because he's basically, like, he's, he is Tatum. That's what I saw. I saw a guy who plays, like, he's not as good of a shooter as Tatum, but everything else, like, defense, passing, uh, every or he is his entire. He also game. could be Harrison Barnes. He, he also could be, be Harrison 100%, Barnes with the Bills. One hundred percent, he could be Harrison Barnes. But I don't know. I just saw so much Tatum in his game. That's why I love him. And I was a, and I think you were too. I, I was massive. Tatum, like I was a massive Tatum head. Oh yeah, I love, I love Jason. I love Jason Tatum. The thing with RJ Barrett is, RJ Barrett. Like we were talking about. I was talking about one-handedness with Killian Hayes. R.J. Barrett was very one-handed. Also, the fact that he just is not a shooter. He's a slasher. Um, he's, he, at least in Duke, he was very selfish on the ball, which caused for bad shots and just not getting other people involved. And, like, look, I always heard all this hype about R.J. Barrett uh, coming out of high school and then watching him in Duke is just – I never saw him as the best prospect. I always saw Zion as the best prospect. And then everybody else did, too, when R.J. Barrett was supposed to be the number one pick, not Zion. Well, I I, I, well, I, I, I want to say this. I was on the Zion train when he was a junior. I thought he was the best um, guy in the class. I mean, everybody was on the Zion train. Yeah, I, was, no, train. I thought he was everybody. the best guy in the class. Like, I didn't understand the whole R.J. Barrett. Like, I thought it was Zion, clear number one, and then R.J. Barrett. Too. Like I thought he was the. I think everybody was on a Zion train since he was like a freshman. I think. Sophomore, sophomore, yeah, nobody. Sophomore, knew yo, yeah, yeah, nobody knew who he was when he was a freshman. When he was like viral, when he was like viral in high school for all the dunks. That's yeah. when everybody was on that train. Yeah, I just saw like if, anytime I see anybody with that much athleticism and he can handle the ball, and I didn't really even care about his shot. Honestly, if Zion never shot threes, I would still choose him number one. But the fact that he shoots threes, just like, like I'm like, okay, this is this is awesome. Um, but yeah, when it comes to RJ Barrett, he could be a little bit selfish, I agree. I feel like at times at Duke, he had to be selfish because they didn't have that. I feel like having an isolation. Really? I feel like having an isolation guy on that team was actually smart. Having a guy who can kind of pick off guys and play like um, Kobe a little bit. Because Zion was a passer. He was more like a lot of people didn't realize that Zion really wasn't a shoot first guy. He was actually more of a pass first guy. But you even though he was a disappointment, you had Cam Reddish on the team too. You Ooh, had two over five star prospects. Like, he sucked ass though. Cam was bad. Like I don't under like I still to this day do not You had Grayson him. Allen. You had Grayson Allen on the team. Like why are you Grayson being Allen so selfish? Grayson Allen wasn't on the team. For that? No, he was no, he was he got drafted like a year or two before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You got drafted. Yeah, no. There no, was no. someone else on the Trey, team that was, was a shooter. Trey Jones. That's who you're probably thinking of. Trey Jones. Well, was, they had they had in terms of talent, they had more talent than anybody in college basketball. So why? Well, they had more talent so because of the rating, because of the five star prospect thing. They didn't like. If you really look at it, like they still should have won the championship, and I still blame it on Cam Reddish. It's not R.J. Barrett or Zion's fault. 
it's because Cam Reddish can't shoot threes. <laughs> and that's why when Atlanta chose him, I was just like, oh, we probably should have chosen somebody different because I, I don't know how you feel. Uh, I, I think Cam I still, was the top uh, pick. I don't know how you feel about it. Cam Reddish finished strong in the second half of the season. I don't did mind that know? pick because, look, he? Yes, he, yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Trust me. Dude, he I did. I watched a lot and, of Duke, and especially well, – I watched a lot. was prime time. Let me know. Okay, no, I'm, I'm not, not I'm not talking about – I'm not talking about Duke. I'm talking about for Atlanta. He finished strong the second half of the season oh. for Atlanta. Oh, I thought you were talking about Duke. Yeah. I'm just talking about Duke. And look, they draft. They didn't draft him for immediate, for play now, for win now. They drafted him for his potential. And I think for and I think for that team, that was the best type of player to draft when you got two first-round picks. So you can use that second first-round pick to take a flyer on a guy who has his highest potential as – as Cam as a RJ Barrett, just not as good, but just as high as of its potential. Once if he could figure it all out, and it looked like it was coming together. Like, look, six eight with seven foot wingspan can play three positions on the floor: uh, shooting two guard, three guard, four two uh, two guard, three and a four. He can play three positions on the floor. He can play defense if he develops that jump shot consistently. A fake shooter because that's what his. His whole prospect of coming out of high school was, oh yeah, this guy is going to be a three, a three position type, one two three guy. He can handle the rock and he can, and he's a sharp shooter. That was his. That was what I was expecting when he came to do. And even when he get went to Atlanta, because you know, you look at like you go back and read some of these draft profiles. You go back and look at some of these YouTube videos about what people were saying about Cam Reddish. A lot of people were really high on Cam Reddish because they were like, dude, he's a sharpshooter. The 33%, don't look at that. He's not a he's not a 33% guy. He's going to be a guy who shoots 40% from three. And he just doesn't shoot well. And that's like the entire enticing thing about Cam Reddish. Because like athletically, he's nothing special. Ball handling wise, I don't even think he has a... I don't think he can really isolate handle wise. I don't, I don't really think that that's part of his game. I think that... Pete his most special thing is his length. Is his length and defensive length? versatility. Well, that's the thing. He's not a great defender either. He doesn't. He doesn't really try. Like honestly, and he's coming. He was better. He was better for Atlanta he's, on defense. But that's Atlanta didn't really have any defenders though, so that's not saying anything. Like they had no defenders. That's why they want a Coro so bad. Because they have no defending whatsoever. So you know this is four games. This was four games, and that's just because the pandemic killed things. Yes. Um, this is how he was for the month of March. Okay. Uh four games. Okay. Seventeen point five points per game. Forty eight percent from three. Forty eight percent from three. And that was from taking five attempts. Yes. Five attempts, forty eight percent from three. Look, the potential is there. Post All Star he was sixteen a game. The potential is there. Not saying he's gonna become a star, but if he become a solid starter, I think that's a good pick from where he got drafted at for this draft. That, no, it, that, is. That, it is. It definitely is. Um I just don't see it. I just don't see it. if he if he does become look I, great. No, I I always thought Cam Reddish would have been a bust. Like honestly, I think getting drafted, but I felt like I felt like if there was any team that could draft him and see what he could become, I felt like it was the Atlanta Hawks. And I think at number ten, I think that was a good spot to draft them. They didn't draft him any higher. That would have been a reach. But number ten for someone with potential like that, yeah. that was a good spot to draft them. Yeah, I. It's like I. I agree, but I would have chosen somebody different. I definitely would have chosen somebody different, just because. Well, just because. Um, 
Dang it, I gotta I actually gotta genuinely go back and look who was available. Hilarious. Well, you got that Tyler game. Hero. Yeah, yeah, Hero, Tyler Hero. Hero was a mess. Honestly, low key, and you might and you might hate this. In hindsight, they wouldn't. No, yeah, no. Cam Johnson's that dude, man. Like, at least I know Cam Johnson is going to be a role player. At least I know that. I know he's going to be in an eight-man rotation. I know that with Cam Johnson. And right now, the thing is, Atlanta does didn't need to draft role players. They need to draft people who could be possibly stars. They had nobody on that team. They didn't need to draft role players. They need to draft people that can possibly play with Trey Young as a second star. So draft people with that type of potential. Even if they miss, they miss. They had two first-round picks. They already drafted a role-player type in DeAndre Hunter with their fourth pick of the draft, so they don't need to draft another role-player. No, DeAndre Draft Hunter. a guy who has the upside. But DeAndre Hunter had a lot of upside, though. I thought that was yeah, the, but the swing with. He, he, and this, no, pick, he, this pick was the pick to get That wasn't a swing. Look, DeAndre Hunter had a lot of upside, but he also projected as a floor just a, a simple defensive role player. So yeah, you already had ceiling, that. So there's no point ceiling. to draft another role player. But a lot of people thought his ceiling was like Giannis. That's what a lot of people were saying about DeAndre. DeAndre Hunter? That's what a lot of people were saying about DeAndre Hunter because they were just like, dude, look, he's like the six. He's the six eight six nine type guy. Turns out he's six seven. He's a guy who can actually pass. He can pass. He's great in the full court, but he is just a defensive stopper and they thought that his peak could be somebody like Giannis. That's what a lot of people said. I thought about. I thought his peak, his his possible peak if he just breaks expectations, we run our test, not Giannis. That's but what, that's what I read about DeAndre Hunter. But, was, was but no, I, I always saw him as a defensive role player, but I saw I saw that was a solid pick for Atlanta at number four. So number ten they could take a flyer. They should have Jared Culver. That's how I feel. <laughs> Jared Culver. I love Jared Culver. I just want to point. Why? Out. Why you think during this draft they're considering taking Lamelo and Anthony Edwards without any mention that they also have Jared Culver on the roster for for Minnesota? Because Jared Culver, Jared Culver, Minnesota doesn't like him at all. He's not that good. Jared Culver is has he has something? I don't know what it is, but he has something. He, I, He's not that good. You don't think you don't think he has anything? You don't see it? I don't see him as a starting starting player i see him as a backup i don't know maybe i was misreading something at texas tech i don't know i liked his game i really liked his game at texas tech well at least in the nba he hasn't been you know what never mind i'm out okay so free throw line holy shit that's what that that's what i'm saying that's that's what i'm saying and uh you know what let's let's talk about this because uh the ringer did say watching their videos if you shoot bad from the free throw line in college, you project to be a bad three point shooter in the NBA. If you shoot and bad from the free throw line, period, you're just not going to become a shooter. That's just, it just is what it is. If you shoot good from the free throw line, it doesn't matter how bad your three point shooting percentage is. You usually project as a good shoot, three, good three point shooter in the NBA because yeah, and, and free throw bad, shots are open three point shots. Yeah, free free throw is a, a little bit tricky because um, I'll give you a prime example, Wiseman. Wiseman is an above 71% free throw shooter, I want to say. Uh, that's off the top of my head. Um, but And that's one of those things where it's like, he's not a bad free throw shooter. He's not a great free throw shooter. He's not even good. He's kind of just like, eh. You know what I mean? And that's like one of those things where it's like, how good can his jump shot be? And that's like a prime example with the free throw. That's why I like the free throw numbers because it's like, if you're below 
70%, I know you will never. That's why I don't think Ben Simmons will ever get a jump shot because he's a 50% free throw shooter. And then, you know, on the flip side of that, you look at a guy like, um, even with Zion, I don't think Zion's ever going to become this crazy three-point shooter because he shoots like mid-60s. But, you know, a guy like R.J. Barrett, who shot 70% from the line, I'm like, hey, you know, maybe he can become... Uh, R.J. Barrett... Was better that second half of the season too. Shooter this season, but you know, in college he was he was above average. Uh, I feel like he could be a twenty game scorer in the NBA, but I don't know if he can become a franchise cornerstone. That's just what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, Jared Culver is no good. Like I'm telling you, Jared Culver is no. No, good. I'm out. I, as soon as I saw that forty percent from the free <laughs> throw like, shooting guard, yeah. Like uh, you said, you said Jared Culver over DeAndre Hunter. Like listen. oh no, no, hang on. That, honestly, Jared Culver was a. Beast at Texas Tech. Like, can we agree on that? He was an absolute monster at Texas Tech. Or you? Well, were I didn't you really not on it. Were you? Not I didn't. I didn't really watch. No, I I I watched like Jared Culver's like scouting report, but I never really watched Texas Tech in college basketball. Dude, so I couldn't Tech really get a good judge of him, but I knew game. of him of the prospect. Dude, Texas Tech was incredible that year. I think they made it to the final. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, wa- I watched him in the tournament. I watched him in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, I forget. No, I, I watched him in the tournament. I forgot about just, that. Um, just the season, like uh, the season in general, like they were, um, they were incredible, honestly. Like, uh, I, hey, what do you know? There was a reason why he's a top ten pick. Like a lot of college players, they were good in college. It's not like always going to transition to the NBA. Man, I don't appreciate that kind of tone when it comes to Jared Colbert, man. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, there's a reason saying? why they got drafted, right? got drafted that high. What are you saying right now? I want to hear it. What are you saying I'm just, right now? I'm just saying that's the reason why he got drafted high, because they were good in college. Like, a lot of college players, they were good in college. Dude, here, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you listen to this. And then if you're out on this, we'll leave that down, and then we'll go to, to the, the next generation. This, I say the next generation, literally this draft class, which was a year later. But here was Jared Culver, right? Jared Culver was a guy who averaged 21, 6, and 3 in college. Yes, I agree. Everybody was great in college, but still, here's the thing. He goes to Texas Tech. Not really a basketball school, right? Not really a basketball school. He gets them to the third seed back-to-back years because he was a sophomore coming out. First year, uh, first round, second round, Sweet 16, Elite 8. Then they lose to Villanova, who goes on to win the title. This uh, the, the year he gets drafted. First round, second round win against... Um, a good Buffalo team against a good Michigan team beats Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. Goes to the final uh, Final Four. Um, beats Michigan State in a gritty game. One of my favorite games. It was just a defensive like, ooh, that was one of my favorite games of the year. And then they lose to, in the national championship to Virginia. But he takes them all the way to the nas- national championship, and he's by far the best player. Like he's by far the best player on the team. To me, that I like that. He was an APP. He was an AP All American. Um, first team, or no, he was the second team. Second team, back to back years. I don't know. I think I, you know, Big Twelve Player of the Year. I, I there was nothing for me. It it, it was kind of like a run that Obi Toppin was going to have this year. That's what I think that Jared Culver's season was. Exactly what Obi Toppin, a t- a guy who. Took his team way farther than what we were going to think. And I like those guys. Guys who take teams where I don't think they're going to be as good. Like, who thought Dayton was going to be the second best team in the country? Did you think that? I sure did. Same thing. No, but granted, it's also a weak year for college basketball in terms of the teams. What? (laughs) What? 2019? For me. 
I mean, this. Did you, did you watch yes. college basketball? Are you crazy? Yes. Last yes. Year? I, it was a weak year in terms of like the top heavy dominant college teams. What? To me, there wasn't really a dominant college team. There wasn't. What? <laughs> what? Dude, Virginia was unstoppable. <laughs> Virginia was incredible. Dude, Virginia was great. Michigan State was great. Um, but I'm saying, like, Tech not great. From, from the powerhouses. Duke from the powerhouses. Good. Duke was good. Kentucky was, was good. good. Now, unlike this year where Kentucky was probably going to be butt cheeks and North Carolina was good before this year and they were trash. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think No, that's what I'm saying this about this year. year. That, this I thought that was talking about this year. No, I was talking about the Jared Cobra year, 2019. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I was talking about this. I thought... 2019 to me 2019 means this year 2019 2020 i thought that's what you meant because oh, they really no, have no, a 2020 no, 2019 ncaa that's what I was oh okay about. yeah no, so that's no. what i'm saying like what, okay, like so i'm saying like that's, okay that's my fault um i should have made more clear about that but yeah i'm talking about the jared culver 2019 ncaa tournament that year but yeah this past year yeah i agree yeah they're because you're Everybody. making a point with Dayton being very good. That's what I'm like, no, because this year was pretty weak. Yeah. Th- no, this year was significantly weaker in terms of the top teams. I still think that um, it was still a good year for college basketball. Like, there was good teams. But, yeah, I would agree with you that it wasn't um, nearly as good as it was a year ago. 